Good evening, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the Class vs. Crass Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Hey Jay. Joining me, we got the Dynamite Giraffe. Hello. AKA Greg. And down below, we got the Grumpy One, or the Crassy One. RGT85, AKA Sean. How are you guys tonight? I'm not very grumpy today. I wonder why. I think I, I think I discovered the correlation between your mood. What? I had this theory that if you came back from your little adventure from five minutes ago happy... No, because I usually shit first thing in the morning. Like, like I wake up, I stretch. I might smoke before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little stretch. Um, I might smoke before I poop, but I might poop before I smoke. But yeah, like usually I'm not a I'm not a twice a day or but I don't know. I had steak for dinner. I've been buying like ribeye steaks. Um, that was pretty good. So maybe that's Make, that took, making like, it seven flow? times a day. Yeah, but I take like I take like man dumps. Like, <laughs> what is it like, a man dump? Like, so they like I I'll, I'll back up a toilet with just <laughs> what? Like, Jeez. like pre like I won't even. I I always flush after I take a dump before wiping because the toilet paper if, if there's toilet paper in there like that no is, it's just over that is nasty i've never gotta, seen i've heard these stories i have a friend who would tell me these things and i was like how do you fill up a toilet like those things are designed to take nah, dude. a certain amount yeah, of like shit. It'll, it'll it'll get clogged it, it, it always gets clogged so Does it look like a tall can it's like yeah like it, it's big man it's Meaty. like I don't. I don't fuck around. There's no like little rabbit turds here. That's probably the the healthiest part of my body is like my colon or something. That's like the complete opposite of mine. It looks like I oh my I God. took one of the giant tootsie rolls oh, and like tore it apart. like strings. I swear, everyone, this is a gaming podcast. We don't actually just. <laughs> it's not three old men talking about their bowel movements. No. What did we talk about before we went live, Jason? <laughs> what were we talking about before we went live? X Men. We were talking about X Men. And your your my gut problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, before we went live, I re- do you know? I realized something that rhymes with shampoo. Bamboo. Sean's poo. Well, and bamboo. Bamboo and Sean's poo. Sean's poo with the bamboo. Joe. Don't you dare use it as shampoo. All right. It is a one-hour podcast where we talk about all the latest in gaming. If it is your first time here, I'm sorry. This is the worst intro we've ever done. <laughs> uh, over this hour, we go over what we've been playing over the past week. Probably going to be talking about Bowser's Furry a lot. And then we go into the major headlines. Specifically, we've got... Actually, we have no major headline. I just want to talk about how everybody's buying everybody and the state of the gaming industry is kind of crazy. So we got a bunch of headlines to go through. Thanks to Tron for bringing those together. We're going to be talking about that. And the last 15 minutes is where we do the lightning round. That's where we take your comments, your questions, anything uh, that you guys want to talk about that we didn't talk about. And then we call that a show. For all of those joining us tonight, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for coming out, hanging out with the best. And by best, I mean the worst. Yeah, be modest. Mm-hmm. You need to learn some modesty on your social media. Bragging all the damn time. Oh, we please. Like you are the last person to talk about. What do I brag about? 
you've, I you've never bragged. You've toned it down a what, lot. What does my Twitter account say? I make mediocre videos that sometimes people watch. What does my Twitter account say? I don't know. I keep seeing all these braggadocious moments. Braggadocious. Let's see here. I got okay. I got my my credential. Oh, I used to say mediocre something here. I changed it. I put it to on a monster hunter journey. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not bragging. You sir, though, every time someone toots a little thing that you once said, you just like pop out of the bushes and go, "Who told you? Who told you?" And then. You remind people that you said something that was correct in the past. That is the opposite of Well, that's different. No, that's just different. It's just reaffirming. Reaffirming your position and reminding people. That I might actually know something about what I talk about occasionally. But you're mediocre, though. So do you? That's fine. I am mediocre. I don't make good videos. My editing sucks. Have you ever watched one of my videos? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I think at this point, there's more editing in your videos than in my videos. I found out the key is to edit less. Remember when I used to heavily edit shit? Yes. doesn't work. It Where just do you edit shit, Jason? That, I, it had to come out. Speaking of coming out. Uh, how's it going, Greg? <laughs> it goes. Did you guys have a good week? Yeah, it's all right. Spent too much money. What did you? Uh, what have you guys been playing? Who would you like to go first, or should we just go talk at the same time? One, two, three, not it. <laughs> Greg can. I'll go take first. it. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I did jump into Bowser's Fury, um, Super Mario 3D World, but I'll save that for discussion. Um, playing the newest season of Apex Legends. Um, It's pretty cool that, you know, I feel like the game has been picking up a lot of steam as of lately, Um, just like with the the new character, the new Legend Fuse. Um, Well, what's that? What's Legend Fuse? uh, It's a new Legend, so another character added to the roster. Um, His name is Fuse. But it's it's like they're, they're changing the way that they do a lot of things in the game. Um, like he was introduced to have n- people new to the game, um, like kind of an entry level character. But what's crazy about it is like I, I had uh, one of my friends join up with me and start to play, but I just realized like how many small like nuanced things there are within Apex Legends that is not like Fortnite. Somewhat is, and it's not like. Um, war zone and like it's just like so much to explain and so i was like dude you know check it out for yourself because like i've been playing since season one and it's really hard to just like describe every little thing that you have to do or what's going on on the map or you know why there's like pterodactyl looking things flying around with crates on them or uh you know your shield evolution or your evo shield and and all these sort of things so um but i'm really liking the the eighth season which oh, is man, surprising right, considering, it. yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that it would. I mean, I thought it was good at first, but I didn't because the market was so crowded with battle royale games. I didn't see it, you know, um, being successful, you know, this far out. But I'm really glad it is because it's something that I like to play pretty often. Um, other than that, I haven't really played much of anything else. Uh, I did. <laughs> Have you ever have either of you guys ever seen the movie Warriors of Virtue? Why is that something? No. Is that the Kangaroos? Yeah. 
Oh my God. Yes. So I don't I remember like, anything oh. about it. So for the longest time, like I couldn't find it anywhere and I was trying to buy just the DVD and no one, they didn't do like a Blu-ray, you know, sometimes you see of older movies and stuff, but what's crazy is it's, it's like 40 bucks just for the DVD. What? And that's on like eBay, Amazon. And so I did see some others uh, for like 10 bucks, but I think they're just like pirated print prints of it. But I ended up buying it, the actual, I may or may not have spent $40 for a stupid DVD. That is not a good. And it's not a good movie <laughs> either. <laughs> that reminds me of when I bought the Super Mario World. Is this Super Mario World or Super Mario 3 TV show? Like the cartoon? Oh, I yeah. saw it. I forget. I was in a store. This was like over a decade ago. I was like, oh my well, there's God. Two of them. Yeah, I got the bad yeah. one. So I'm like, oh my God, they have this on DVD. I can find it. And I spent like 30, 40 bucks, brought it home, watched enough. So I'm like, this this is trash. This is so bad. Super show. Was that the one that had the Millie Vanilli episode? That's a rare episode, you know? Uh, Let me see. It was called Super Mario 3 TV show, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. The Adventure of Super Mario Brothers 3. I'm pretty sure that's the one that had the Millie Vanilli episode. What is the what is that episode? Millie where Vanilli. Peach where Peach becomes obsessed with Millie Vanilli. Yeah, uh Cootie Pie Rocks. What? Millie Vanilli. Yeah. See, I was Cootie more Pie of a Rocks. fan when they went into Super Mario World. I think that was maybe the second season, or was that like a different show? With Yoshi. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Okay. I I wasn't. I didn't watch it all that much. I just remember the Millie Vanilli episode. Oh, okay, here we go. Unforgiven has it. There's a world show and a three show. So I bought the three, thinking it was. I don't. Well, know World was the one with fucking um, Captain Lou Albano. World is the one I wanted. That's I think the one I watched as a kid. But maybe even that one aged poorly. I don't know. I just remember the intro song being good with like Super Mario World. Super Mario, Super Mario. So different back then, too. There was, I mean, you know, video games were around, but they were totally like a children's thing. Yeah. What I hated is they always played it at 6 a.m. where I was, so I never saw it because I was a kid that would never wake up early. And I knew Mario was on at 6 a.m. And I'm like, this is the only way I can, like, have Mario content outside of the video game. Like no, I've not. I can't do it. Not doing it. <laughs> um, what have you been playing, Sean? I saw you got a new sexy switch. Yeah, that was stupid. What do you mean it was stupid? Your dock broke. You got a nice little pouch. I have a, I have a third party one. Mm. Just, um, yeah, I bought that. I haven't even turned it on yet. Um. <laughs> Played Mario, of course. Yeah. Um, I actually played a bunch of Killer Instinct, the Xbox One version, and then um, the new, or the Killer Instinct 1, the original arcade, and Killer Instinct 2 Mm -hmm. arcade versions, because I want to get good at it. And um, for the arcade one-up machine, it's not really happening yet. It's, it's It's very different. Like, I could play any old school fighting game. Like, even without knowledge of it, and be like, okay, you know, I, I can understand, you know, how to beat, you know, characters and, you know, what to do. Um, but, yeah, like, this this game, it's, it's not it's not like that. Like, 
you have to know how to do combos and you have to understand the combo system or else you're just fucked. Like I was getting beat by like the first character in story mode. I'm like, oh. what the fuck am I missing here? Because I never played it on Super Nintendo or anything like that as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? So like I just researched it, learned like combos and timing and uh, combo breakers and things like that. So um, now, now I'm getting better at it though. Um, played something else. I think I played the usual Call of Duties, NBA 2K 21s. The usual rotation. Um, level 170 on Call of Duty. How high does that go? 999. I think so, actually, because I've seen like level 300. 50 Jeez. plus people and i'm like jesus christ the levels you know, do like... anything no hmm. it just shows how long you've been playing pretty much but yeah i think that's about it i don't i feel like there's something else that i'm missing but maybe there's not i don't know um yeah we're gonna talk oh my god thanks for asking what are you munching <laughs> on though first that looks good baked barbecue lays I approve. I approve. Um, I bought uh, Bowser's Fury specifically so I could join the conversation tonight. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, played some Monster Hunter World. Made it forward. I think I'm going to be buying Monster Hunter World Iceborne at this point. Um, yeah. The, the game's good. I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I made it. And I haven't really hit a wall yet. Like, I've been kind of progressing very smoothly through everything. Uh, I think a lot of it is thanks to the feedback from everyone. Like, I don't have to go through the trial and error. Everyone's like, do this, do this, do this. And then all I have to do is execute. So I I like that. Um, Played a bit of Smash. Realized how much I got bad at it (laughs) because I was playing with some friends over the weekend and I just got kind of destroyed. Played some Mario Party played like all the all the stuff that I only play when there's multiplayer going on. Uh more Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. That game is like hit or miss. You're going like on a good run, you're like oh this is fun, this is fun and then they throw some like shitty segment at you whether it's a puzzle, whether it's a stupid like reoccurring mid mid boss fight and then you're back on the train it's like oh it's going good and then boh. so those are the only ones. I don't know if I had finished it last week or if I did it in the past week, but I finished Immortals Phoenix Rising, which it it was time for it to end. And the ending was all right at first. Like there's a bit of a twist there that threw me off for a while, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, yeah, I, I was happy to finish it. I'm ready to move on to other stuff. Besides, I had to clear my my February for Mario and for Persona 5 Scramble. Is that what it's called? Strikers. Strikers? Why did I think yeah, it was strikers. Scramble? Yeah, Strikers. Uh, so those are the one. Where is that review? That review got buried, Trayon, by Monster Hunter content. Ah, uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of demand for that content. I'm like, so I got to prioritize. Got to prioritize what Jason people. now. Oh my God. <laughs> got to meet demand. It's like, you know, when Sean does a wrestling video, nobody watches it. That's on a separate so channel. Gives, so he gives people what they want. Uh, Please your wallet. No, oh if I want to brag, I'd say, did you know I have a subreddit now? Because I do. Yeah, I know. You tagged me in it. 
<laughs> yeah. I've been posting porn in it all weekend. Good. Uh, hey, there's actually a wrestling meme in there that was posted there today, like six minutes ago. It's, you uh, check that every every thirty minutes, don't you? Please, sir. I check it every five minutes. No, it's not that active, so I don't. I can't. I don't check it often. I check my my comments more often. So, Super Mario World, Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury. Okay, you have thirty eight members in your thing. Calm your tits. <laughs> what? There's thirty eight members that are subscribed to your Hey Jade subreddit. Be acting all fucking Hollywood over here. <laughs> Hollywood Jason. <laughs> gotta gotta ride with the punches, man. It's been dry for a few years. That's true. Let me take let me take in my little moments here and there. It's pretty much a meme subreddit, yeah. Uh Bowser's Fury, how'd you guys like it? Love it, like it, hate it, meh. You're talking about well, I mean, no matter what, it's love it. Um Bowser's Fury is honestly one of the most impressive things for a multitude of reasons that Nintendo has done with the Mario franchise. I made a video on it yesterday. Um, I didn't want to watch it. I want to hear your thoughts live. No, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like it was, it wasn't, I wasn't really expecting it, how it ended up being, even though like you saw the trailers and you saw it was an open world thing. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was, a seamless open world yeah. that contained absolutely no loading whatsoever. I didn't realize that level structures were baked into the world itself. Yeah. The world itself is dynamically reacting to the Bowser's Fury section because there are sections where Bowser has to attack you in order to get the cat shines that are hidden in some of the areas and just how, how it looks like it look like, if you're riding Plessy when Bowser's Fury hits and like he's throwing all the shit at you, like all the lighting and stuff, it looks fucking fantastic. Like, yeah, it is brilliant. And it plays nothing like how I thought. I thought it was going to essentially be Odyssey's engine as far as character movement mm. and um, platforming and stuff, but it's not. They literally took the Super Mario 3D World style and then just like, well, fuck it. We'll make it a full on 3D thing instead of a more you know, linear progression. So I was absolutely blown away by it. Yeah, it's short, but fuck, man, it was so good. I didn't, I didn't a hundred percent it yet, but I'm going to start working on that. I think I haven't completed it either. Uh, I'm about an hour in, but I echo all your thoughts. I had no idea that you just keep walking. You're like, Oh, this is a level. And you walk a little bit more this way. It's like, okay, now you're in a new level. And those levels actually have a, like more than one objective I was so surprised that every time like you re revisit that section, it's like, okay, well now there's like a shadow Luigi you have to catch. I'm like, what? Yeah. There, there's like five. <laughs> there's um, I believe it's five per level. Yeah. From what I've seen and so then, far. And then there are other, there's also random shit. Like you'll just see like a, a random rabbit in the middle of the ocean on a little Island. And then you uh -huh. got to go capture him. And <laughs> then like, that's, that's a shine that you get um, and things of that nature. But yeah, like, it's it's varied in how and how things work out. I honestly hope that they expand upon this form. I would love to see a full game like in this style because I think there's a ton of shit you could do with it. And hopefully that's what Nintendo is sort of teasing with this is it, you know seeing how people's reactions would be towards it because I mean it's kind of the next logical step in progression. Like yes, we've had We've had games like Super Mario 64 
and then you have games sort of in that style as far as yes it's open but it's essentially a hub world and you know mm-hmm. galaxy used a hub world odyssey it's still pretty much a hub world inside of your little thing yeah. whereas this there is no hub. the world is the hub yeah and i think that's the next i think that's the next progression for 3d mario games to sort of you know stay fresh it felt like a stew of every mario concept that we've ever seen like perfectly meshed together when i was in i was like oh this feels like mario sunshine here and I was like, oh, no, 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 it feels like Mario 3D World. Oh, no, it feels like Odyssey. It, it just felt like the perfect fusion of all the 3D Marios we've seen up to this point. I agree. What do you think, Greg? So I haven't like played any of the Bowser's Fury portion yet, mm. but this is my first jump into Super Mario 3D World. I own it on the Wii U, but I never played it. And I was meaning to play it, and I just never got around to it. But... Like, even for me, it, it just feels so at home on the Switch. And, you know, I watched, uh, it was a uh, donkey was, like, talking about it in a video. And and just, like, you know, some of the, the mechanics, like the camera and stuff like that, too. But um, one of the things he talked about was, you know, the, the biggest misstep, I guess, for 3D World was launching on the, on the Wii U. And, and I think that's very true. It was very before its time and especially being isolated to the Wii U console. But I'm glad that, you know, it feels the way it does. It plays the way it does because I mean, like already, you know, I was playing, you know, the first couple of levels and I was like, man, I could really just sit here and continue playing. And this is too easy to do that. Mm -hmm. And even for the, you know, 3D all-stars, I didn't really get, you know, grabbed back into, you know, those games, but one thing I will say is, like, I played the shit out of uh, 3D Land on the 3DS, and so I think that's why it resonates so much with me. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't jump in sooner, but I'm really liking what I've what I played so far. Well, that's another thing is 3D World itself is a has a lot of variety in it as well, especially when you compare it to the game I always beat up on in the Mario franchise, which is New Super Mario Brothers U or New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Like within like the first two worlds, I feel like you get more variety in terms of levels than you do in the entire experience with that game. You know, there's boo houses, there's the Captain Toad stuff, there's, you know, um uh the weird shadow level where you know, you get that little surprise, which I actually, and the, the thing of it is, is that I played that game. Did I review that for Gaming Truth? I feel like I might have. 3D World? Yeah. What is Gaming that, Truth? If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I did not. You were at Nintendo Enthusiast at that time, sir. Was I? In 2013? Yeah, because I think. Oh, man, it's that old. Yeah, it came out in 2013. Okay, okay no, you were I think probably... I came over to Nintendo Enthusiast at about 13. Well, Greg did a a trailer write-up on it. Hmm. I did. Um, Good lord. Um, but, fuck, where was I going? The review, was I, was you made I... a write-up, uh, a lot of diversity in the early levels, more so than Mario U. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just a game that, unfortunately... Um, let's see, I even did a, no, cause I did reviews. I did a review on, 
uh, Deus Ex on October 21st, 2013. I wonder why I didn't review that game. Huh. Anyways. Huh? Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. Great game back then. Still a great game now. People bitching about it. Need to shut the fuck up. I'm surprised how much I forgot about this game. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I forgot a ton of shit because I it was 2013, the end of 2013 when I played it. Like I, I was, I remember on the Wii U, I made it pretty far. Like I was trying to complete that game, and I was in the the final stretch. And the fact that I completely forgot what you're supposed to collect, like in the first couple levels, I was like, what is this green star? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the crack that got me addicted to the original on the Wii U. Finding all the stars, finding all the stamps, getting to the top of the post on every level. Like the fact that there's so many goals in every level, I completely forgot about that. So I'm like, just go, I'm like, what am I doing again? Like, I remember like the first few levels, like the actual levels, but I forgot that where this game really hooked me was the fact that you kept going back to find all the secrets. And I remembered, I'm like, wasn't that like a secret in world one? I was like, Oh yeah. After you like beat all the worlds, you can like unlock a special thing in world one. I'm not going to spoil it, but, um, and then there's a secret character and there's like all these things that you can unlock later on. I was like, that's what hooked me in this game. I have to admit though, I am struggling a little bit with the controls. I got so used to the uh, Mario Odyssey controls where like you're a little bit closer in, you got a little bit more of a tighter range on Mario. This one feels a little bit more, I got to get back there. Like that isometric view is throwing me off a little bit right now. I just got to get back into the flow of things. Are you guys struggling at all with controls or no? No. (laughs) I just kind of got used to it. Like it, it definitely feels a little faster and it also plays into the the more isometric locked uh visual style of the game as opposed to other games but like i see a goomba coming and i'm like oh my god i can i actually time a jump on this thing (laughs) because i I do not have that comfort yet of properly doing it um but so far it's been good you know my platforming has been a little sloppy compared to how it usually is um but no regrets i i can't wait like i'm gonna play through this uh well both of them but I'm really excited to see like how much I'm not at the point where I can say, if someone asked me Bowser's fury, how much would you pay for just Bowser's fury? And I want to get to the point of like, okay, let's, let's isolate these two as like different packages. Um, you know, you've been it, Sean. So like, what would you put if you had to put a price on Bowser's fury to just buy at the that? end, at the end of my video, I said it almost, <clears throat> you can make a potential case that it justifies a full price. Wow, really? Even though even though it's it's a short adventure, yeah. what you get in that adventure is just awesome, I feel. Well, I feel if you're a, I mean, if you're a Mario fan, you need this. Yeah, like I, I don't want like the thing is when the fuck was the last time you played 3D World? You got your Wii U sitting out there, your tablets all charged up and shit. Like fuck off, man. Like do we need to bring Mr. That- T on this? Uh, Ms. T on this show again. <laughs> he is a rare occasion <laughs> as far as that is concerned. If you have not played the game within the past year, I will give you all of 2020 to have played Super Mario 3D World. If you don't not play it, then buy it again. Yeah. That's, it's a good pickup. Yeah, it's, and it always kind of surprises me, you know, that they keep finding success with, like, some of these, like, I mean, it's not a remaster, but, you know, reissuing, you know, games for the Wii U. Because, like, in a way, that's Nintendo recognizing the failure of the system. But, you know, there were good games. And, like like I said before, you know, it feels so much at home on the Switch. And it's, like, it's kind of a shame. 
Yeah. By the way, you, Treon feels called out. He he still plays his Wii U regularly. Well, see, I mean, that's, that's fine, but you are not... <laughs> Two exceptions now. I mean, that's not the norm. No. It's, it's not the norm. It's not. Um, but to your point earlier, too, I do think that this could work as a future entire fleshed out Mario. And I don't know if that if they're going to lean in fully. Because, you know, Captain Toad, I feel, was kind of an experimental thing they put into 3D World. And then they're like, oh, people love this. Let's make a full game out of it. And now they've got this Bowser's Fury concept that they've put in there again. It's like, I would imagine it as you have this massive open world. Like, so Bowser's Fury is all about you're kind of on an ocean, an open ocean. And the more you... A lake. It's a lake. Is it a lake? Lake Laptop. Lake Laptop. What is it called? Lake Laptop or something like that? Lake Lakitu? I don't think it's Lake Laptop. Can't wait to go to Lake Lake PC. Lapcat. Lake Lapcat, excuse me. Okay, so it's a lake, and every time you fight Bowser as you progress, more pieces like of the land pop up, offering you more levels. So that's like one theme, and I feel that if they had a full game, what you could do is you land in a zone. Let's say it's a desert or a snowfield, and it's like that. And the more you fight a boss, these things pop up. And then eventually the boss leaves that region, maybe goes to the moon or goes to... I don't know, a volcano land, a city, and then you get into a cannon and you shoot to that area. And then again, it's another open world. So like multiple open world, I think is how I would see a full fleshed out game in this style. It's like Monster Hunter. (laughs) Yes. I mean, because, because let's say each world that you visit, you get three hours of content from it. And then it, it, you know, nearly doubles if you want to, 100% 100% everything. So you could do like, what, five worlds based on that. It's 15 hours of basic content. Yeah. Or, yeah. or if you want to go super crazy, Breath of the Wild treatment. Have a massive world with the different geographies all interconnected. And hey, as Mario, just run from the ice field all the way to the volcano field. And like, no load screens at all. They could pull that off. I don't know if they're... That'd be interesting. That could be, be different. And I like, Would you like that for a, a Mario game like that where you could go and beat the boss right away? And well, I, I don't know if it would necessarily work, though. Yeah, I, I think like a world... I don't think you would do it where you can fight the boss right away. I think it would be the same style where like the levels unlock and progress. But then I think of like a massive Breath of the Wild style open world with just like Mario type platforming everywhere. That would not be an interesting world to run around in. So maybe it wouldn't work. But see, like I feel like... Um, like ukulele and the impossible lair. Yeah. Like they kind of did something similar to that where you could go through the impossible lair. Oh yeah. And you only starting out, you have like, you know, whatever it is, like you can only get hit twice or whatever. Right. But the better you are at platforming, you technically could make it through, but as you uh, a lot more. That game's, yeah. <laughs> that game's BS a little bit. I like the concept. The execution's a little, a little rough about the like just the overworld and and the levels in general what do you think of that outside of the impossible layer yeah so i actually love everything about impossible layer except for the impossible layer i love the (laughs) fact that there's an overworld that you can unlock and interact things with and that like you can create environmental impacts on the overworld that affects the levels like i love that aspect i love that within the levels there's things that you can collect everything about that is great but the fact that the gimmick is you have to play through this whole game to collect basically hit points to go into mm. the impossible lair and play this overly tedious, difficult level where the only way to progress is to have enough hit points to make mistakes. 
Like that, that level was designed almost so poorly that it's, it's almost, so you have this whole, okay. So like usually the end of a a game or, or a boss or the final level is to test your skills as a player. Like how much have you learned? And in impossible layer, you're doing that. The levels get progressively harder, but the impossible layer is so specifically like difficult because it's trying to, it's almost over the top trying to kill you because it's expecting you to have 30 to 50 bees to protect you that there's a lot of cheese in that level. And it's just not pleasant. Like you don't make it through because you're like, I'm pro I'm really good. You make it through because you have these, the stamina gimmick protecting you. And it's just like, it's too long. It's, too tedious and it's just not fun i kind of i agree with you there like it that could have been like you know a super secret like extra area or like you know something that wasn't the focus of the game because like to me the platforming the design the level design the gameplay the different moves the you know the the amount of depth each level had with like where things are located and what you can, you know, go back and discover down the road. Like all that's like very well done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a big step up from the ukulele to being in a 3d world and, you know, everything outside of the impossible layer was great, but that it just didn't, it's it, to me, it served no purpose. Exactly. It was just there to be annoying. But Tran yeah. says it got patched, so maybe it got better. Now there's um, there's checkpoints, and you can actually make it easier. So it looks like they've taken that feedback, maybe made it better. But speaking of ukulele, they've actually made headlines again over the past week. Um, they have now become an official publisher looking to publish hidden gem games. Um, I don't think they've announced any of the games that they're going to be working on, but this basically gives... Actually, what does this what does this mean to us? It just means they're gonna release games. Potentially, some undervalued indie developer will now get funding from Platonic Games. But I think that's interesting, though. Like for former Rare veterans, you know, to co-found this studio to you know have a successful Kickstarter for Ukulele, and then you know, make enough off their first two games to now move forward to actually publish games. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. But did you see uh, they tried to make the Platonic Friends um, Twitter account and they inputted the birth date wrong and they got locked out of the account? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's been updated, but... I mean, they did get $3 million for ukulele, so... So actually, a great example of a de- develop- an indie developer turning publisher is Yacht Club Games. Uh, you know, they developed all the Shovel Knight games, of course, but then they went on to publish Cyber Shadow. So we can expect mm-hmm. the same kind of treatment with Platonic. What I worry, though, is Platonic's own games... Like, ukulele was not a smash hit. It was. It was very... It got three million dollars. That's that's a lot more than a lot of these other. In, in terms of quality of the game, not revenue. Revenue I mean, wise, they're fine. Qual- quality subjective, though. I feel it is, but and to be fair, Impossible Air I think scored a lot higher than the original Ukulele. So I think I gave it a pretty high score. I remember giving it a decent score, but yeah, like the original Ukulele was a seven out of ten. I think if I recall right. Impossible Air I saw a lot of nine out of tens. Um, well, hopefully they can uh, find some other hidden gems. All right, let's get into our... Oh, uh, speaking of um, yeah. 
you know, nine out of ten games. You oh, know, kick beat no, he brought it back. Yeah, I heard that was a nine out of ten game. Uh, what game? Kick, kick beat special edition on the on the Wii U. Let's see how that scored on Metacritic. <laughs> kick beat special edition. You got- Wii U. Oh, six, 62 overall on Metacritic. It was an underappreciated game. I was really into rhythm games. Hey, your, your review isn't even on there on Meta. I don't think That's we were funny. on Metacritic yet. But then they go back. I feel like they go back. Um, I don't remember. You sure we're, I'm not on there? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Okay. Kickbeat. It was a kung fu game where like you're beating up mobs, so you're in the center as like a kung fu master, and then there's mobs coming around you in circles, and you're basically like in the middle of a fight, punching and kicking to rhythm to like music nine, nine out of ten it was really <laughs> satisfying at the time i don't know if it aged well though maybe i was just it was also my early days of reviewing and i was just like oh my god it's a free game that is awesome and so unique good old hollywood lapine uh, amateur lapine there's a video on it too there is not oh there, there is. is a video damn it sh- look at this no mobile looking game <laughs> it's not about the graphics it's about what it makes you feel you even do the narration on it yeah it was probably one of my early video reviews all right now let's get into our headlines you may have missed starting off with uh ubisoft has pledged to do more free-to-play titles moving forward ubisoft stop it this company is so confused I'm, uh, I'm Ubisoft is the company I want to love. I love their IPs, but their business plans are just like, oh, where, is, are you isn't doing? it a Frenchman that runs the company? And there's your fucking problem. It is a Frenchman. I actually Safe. read over the weekend. I don't know what led me to this. Cause I was like, how long has Eve been CEO? I'm like, what is the history of Ubisoft? So I actually looked into the history of Ubisoft and how this came about. Did you know Eve is one of five brothers they all went into business together back in the 80s. They launched a company to do, um, I think it was PC hardware is how it started. And eventually, like, they kept getting, um, like, playing in that tech space. And they were like, oh, there's a big market for software. So they got into, I think it was just general software. And that's where Ubisoft came out. It was supposed to be, like, ubiquitous software is what it stood for. Uh, and then eventually, as gaming took off, it just focused on gaming um, and then Rayman was their first like international hit when they when they built a studio focused on uh, the next gen platform, which at the time was the PlayStation. It's, it was a really cool story. So Eve has been around since the beginning. Like he's seen this a whole industry. Jaguar, Jaguar, yes, the Jaguar, Jaguar as well. It was PlayStation. Jaguar is where Rayman got his name. That was the game that you bought a Jaguar for. And I actually don't own it. That makes me sad. But it's also very expensive. How much is a Jaguar? No, I have a Jaguar. I just don't have Rayman on the Jaguar. Oh. And it's like, I want to say it's like a $100 game. I have like and the randomest course, games for my Jaguar. Of course, it's gone up. It's now $700. CIB is 200 Loose cart with damage, 150 Fuck's sake. For Rayman or for the for Jaguar? Rayman. Wow. Ja- Jaguars are expensive, too. Well, why not just play? Is that version unique in any way? Because that game was re-released on like everything. It's the original version. That doesn't necessarily mean it's better. That, that, that's the reason you bought a console for it. Holy fuck, Jaguars are expensive now. What are they now? Stupid. 
I'm just looking at consoles. Let's look at sold listings because some of these are. Do you have one, Greg? Me, yeah. There you go. Some of the. How, how do you find sold? I hate eBay. But I bought mine like I don't even remember. Like five four hundred dollars. <laughs> Buy it now. Four hundred. It's the same price as twenty years ago. I would not pay four hundred dollars for an Atari Jaguar. It is a shit console. It's just the other reason I got it was just to have it, like just to. I bought mine for one fifty off of a friend who ran. Yeah, the only Jaguars on eBay right now, the literally cheapest one. Well, that's a complete one. That's from Portugal. That's the thing that looks like a toilet seat, right? Well, if you have the CD attachment for it, which never. Don't you worked. have the CD attachment? No, I don't. What is this multi-cart? Yeah, the carts for it suck, too. There's, like, no way to store them anywhere because they're, like, wide at the top. And so you can't, like, really stack them next to each other. They're always at, like, some weird slant. So so anyways, Ubisoft going free-to-play. And I really... And another thing about the Jaguar. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, like, I like the Jaguar. Nobody cares about the Jaguar except for, like, and 500 the people. The controller is very big and gaudy looking, but I find it very comfortable. Go on. I was always, like, curious. If it could, you know, it has, like, have you ever seen the controller, Jason? No, I've never even seen has a Jaguar like, in person. <laughs> It has like a number pad at oh, the bottom. It's disgusting. And like, well, it's for you overlays. Get, like, yeah, you could get oh. these inserts. I think I had like a like a Doom one or something. Can we talk about you? I can't believe how expensive this fucking game is. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything has gone up, and it's like not even for logical reasons. It's just somebody sees it and they're like, "Oh, this is rare," and they list it as rare, and then it sells for some. It's a garbage Jeez. console, and it's rare because it's garbage, and there's only a few people that want it because it's garbage. Wow, <laughs> such <That's> hatred. <laughs> so anyways, Ubisoft going free-to-play. This is my reasoning behind it. They're probably a company that has focused, so they're, they're always trying to like jump ahead of the trends, and then they always kind of come short. And when you look at all their AAA games, they're probably looking at their games, and they're like, oh, why are they not selling? And it's like... As an outsider, I'm frustrated because their games keep dropping in price so fast. I don't know who within that company is like, you know what? Here's our here's our strategy. Launch the game and then just hack the price as fast as you can. And we've talked about this on the show before. It teaches the consumer that, hey, you want a Ubisoft game? It's worth 20 bucks. No matter what Ubisoft puts out, you got to wait and buy that 20 bucks because all their games become 20 bucks. You would be an idiot to buy a Ubisoft game at launch unless you have money and you don't care about money. Even myself, I was super hyped to buy Phoenix uh, Immortal. I wanted to buy on launch day and I'm just like, you know what? I bet you if I wait, I waited two weeks and I got a 33% off. So anyways, all of this to say, they're probably seeing their numbers. Whoever's making this strategy is like, well, look, our games, our AAA game aren't working. We shouldn't do this. But look at Epic. They're making all this boatload of money with their Fortnite and all that. Maybe we should do more free to play. And then they're going to try their hand. They're going to do their cookie cutter approach, which has become too obvious in their game design. And they're going to release something. And then they're going to be like, why is nobody like buying the cosmetics? That's another thing. Immortals, Phoenix. Why are you so mad about this? Because they have so much potential. They have a good brand. They have good IPs. And they 
somebody back there is not making good decisions and it's ruining it for everyone else. That's why well, I'm had, mad. What's his name? Um, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, if it's Michael or Michelle uh, Ansel. Yeah, yeah. He was That's there from the foundation, by the way, the company. He And he just left, too. Yeah. I guess there are some allegations against him. But, oh, man. well, the problem is, like, I mean, how do you expect games to stay at, like, a fifty nine ninety nine price when you released, you know, a Far Cry every year, and then you have these, like, offshoot Far Cry games that, you know, can pretty much be standalone, and they release them as DLC, then they release them as standalone titles that you can download without the, like, Blood Dragon, for example. Yeah. It's like, there's no, there's no, like, it's weird. Like, you, they don't even let the dust settle. But that's a good point. You're making release. me realize you're right. They're one of the companies that like release their, their major IPs so frequently. Maybe the free-to-play model works. Instead of them trying to innovate, imagine just having this Assassin's Creed universe with seasons and like, okay, you want to dress as like a revolutionary Frenchman? Buy this between January and March. All right, you want to be a samurai? That's between April and June. And it'll cost you five bucks. You'd be a modern samurai Jay. <laughs> I would I would be. I want this Rayman game. It's really pissing me off. Does anyone in the chat have Rayman? Just get it I'm on gonna, the I'm 3DS, gonna... man. Look no. how ugly. Good God. I want to play through it. I'm going to go to Twitter. Oh, my God. I just received a really dumb email. <laughs> An age gap issue <laughs> just surfaced. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not going to talk about it publicly. Just you already did. She, she was what? She was 13. What's the what no the, in the other <laughs> the other direction? The other direction. Jason. Basically, uh, I, I I did something that is an efficient way to work, and they're like, "Can we please use this method, which is a dinosaur method, which is like way less efficient?" And, and they they were specifically saying, "Can we do this because it's more efficient?" And it's like. Oh, I just died inside. I aged fifty years. I thought you had a sugar mama or something. No. Yeah, I thought it was something interesting. My mother thought I had a sugar mama for a few years, <laughs> and it was so casual. Like we're just sitting around the table. She's like, "Jason, do you have a sugar mama?" I'm like, "No." And why would you ask me that, Mom? Maybe she was projecting. Maybe she is somebody's sugar mama. I can't imagine that. Next up, we're not getting through these headlines very fast. Uh, headlines you might have missed. Cyberpunk 2077 and Witcher 3 source code reportedly being auctioned after the CD project hack. Did you guys, were you guys aware of that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a shitty situation. Don't hack people. I wouldn't be surprised if they just release it themselves. <laughs> Oops, we are hacked right now. Oops. It was such a mainstream spotlight. I don't know. I think it's a little excessive if it's someone that's mad because cyberpunk was a flop. Like imagine, imagine that it's one thing to be mad and like vent on a podcast. It's another thing to go spend, I don't know how many weeks attempting to hack a company just to, just to pwn them. Well, some people think it might've been an inside job. Ah, uh, that would make more sense. Uh huh. All right. Next up in the headlines, uh, Pokemon rumble developer umbrella has been acquired and dissolved by creature Inc. There's a lot of names in there that don't mean much to me. <laughs> what was yeah. Pokemon Rumble? It was the, um Which one was else? which spin-off was that? They had well they did Rumble what was it Rumble World? It was a WiiWare game. 
Was and then there was a Rumble World on the 3DS. It was Rumble Blast on the 3DS. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Rumble World on, on I'm 3DS. Looking, I'm looking at it right now. Rumble Blast. Maybe that was a different game, but there was definitely a Pokemon Rumble World on the Nintendo 3DS. Pokemon Rumble Blast, the first Pokemon game created exclusively for the Nintendo 3DS system. It's an action. Okay, that came. Yeah, that that came out first. Okay, and then there was something called a sequel. That's fine. Okay, we clarified it amongst gentlemen. It's fine. You have a copy of Rayman in box on the on the Jaguar. Why are we still talking about this? Because Crimson playing indie. (laughs) Uh, so who bought this? Okay, Pokemon Rumble Umbrella has been acquired and dissolved by Creatures. So who's Creatures? Creatures. Um. They do Pokemon stuff. Umbrella also did Hey You Pikachu. Remember that? So, so Creatures did like card trading stuff. Um, they did they did Hey You Pikachu as um, helping Umbrella. Mm. Oh, okay. So. And they did Pokemon Snap. They've, they've done a bunch of different stuff. All right. So this is kind of a natural merger of things. I would say so. Okay. Next headline you may have missed. The ESA confirms new details about its upcoming all-digital three-day E3 event. Who's excited for digital E3? Not me. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the summer of gaming with Jeff Keighley. And the not- fuck that. They are doing that, by the way. Please. They've already confirmed. As, as well as a digital E3 event? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. Yay. Oh yeah, no, they tweeted New Year. Squeeze. The Summer Game Fest just tweeted New Year, New Colors. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so yay. there's gonna be. Well, the problem is, is that uh, E3 wants like six figures from companies to do shit, and it's like, dude, you're doing it fucking digital only. Like, yeah, what's wrong with you. Uh, clearly, Jeff is trying to punch up and slam dunk e3 down um i think we're gonna see a little bit of a territory fight to see who's gonna be the relevant show going forward god two fuckers who can go away in my opinion (laughs) uh next we have some unseen e3 2006 demo footage showcasing early gameplay for super mario galaxy and more has been unveiled if anyone is interested in some of that stuff i did not see it because i was driving uh what year was that 2006. What happened now? Some Super Mario Galaxy footage. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Was there anything interesting in it? No, it was just cool looking. Oh, look, I tried to join your Discord and I couldn't. You're you're already in the Discord unless you left. Oh, I don't know how to use Discord. Apparently. I, I have to suck up the Crimson in your Discord. Oh, man. Uh, next up, we have uh, an... Nintendo executive blocked the remake of GoldenEye 007, says former Rare Dev. Why wouldn't it's Nintendo funny like how, that? Oh, it's, fu- it's funny how many people can't put two and two together. Is there a new server or something for you? Am I banned from your server? Because I found a Hey J server. Messages failed to load <laughs> and nothing is loading in here. You have to accept the rules now. We've, we've propped up the server for... 
Oh my God. <laughs> Unforgiven, I'll drop you a, uh, a link if you're not in there. I have it. I have Okay, it. go to the it. rules channel and accept the rules, sir. Well, how do I accept? Click the little check mark. Oh, click Tickle the green feet. check mark. Okay, great. And then in? You, you will get, awesome. Now you have access to everything. Where is my friend? Oh my God, I want that. <laughs> is it nice? And Clean as Oh, come on, Crimson. <laughs> it's going to milk you for everything you're worth. Don't go for it. Like, I think I have one Atari Jaguar game new in box, but I bought it at a thrift store and it was like stepped on. I have I have a few complete in box games for it. Um, what were we talking about? We're talking about GoldenEye. Uh, oh Master yeah, being blocked by Nintendo. According to the reason Nintendo. why the reason why nobody's saying who it was is because clearly to me it was Awada, and they just don't want to be disrespectful. That's so? why they said, yeah. I mean, why else would they just be very vague about it? Mm. Could be someone that still works there and that could, I don't know, sue them or something. Yeah, that, that sounds logical. I don't think I've had, ever heard a bad thing said about Awada. Well, yeah, no, before his passing, oh, yeah, before. a lot of people were dunking really? on him. During, um, during the Wii U, he was blamed for everything. Maybe I was just oblivious to it. And so I think even before, wasn't it during the Wii era too? He wasn't necessarily that respected either at that point. No, because he ushered in the Wii DS era. Right. So you're, you're agreeing that he was not respected at first or he was after. People didn't like what he was doing because they wanted Nintendo to make a powerful yeah. system like the GameCube. Was. Yeah. And he appealed to. this was the misstep. Yeah. Um, but I think he. You know, with the launch of the Nintendo Directs, people getting to know him better. And then uh, I don't know what it is specifically that flipped his image. But the Nintendo Directs definitely helped. Uh, other yeah. Nintendo or whoops, other headlines you may have missed. Um, what is this? Nintendo is running a bizarre concierge service that teaches you about the Switch for that. three hours for free. Who needs three hours to learn about the Switch? I mean, I obviously did. Did you see me with the... You didn't watch my video because you're a Monster Hunter piece of shit. Do you make Monster <laughs> Hunter content, sir? Maybe I'd watch them. Give me I some... did. I reviewed Generations Ultimate. How did you, um, you think of it? Was it a good game? Yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy Monster Hunter. Um, I thought the wrist strap was for the, the Switch itself, not for the Joy-Con. Wait, what? And so, like, so you were playing video... with two wrist straps in handheld? No. 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 I was like trying to put the wrist strap oh my on the switch, and I'm like, "Why isn't this working? This is weird." And everyone's like, "Idiot for the Joy Cons," and it's like, "Okay, sorry, I've I've never used these before. Oh, this has been out forever." Yeah, I don't use wrist strap. I didn't use wrist straps with the Wii because I'm an adult, and I understand that if I'm holding something in my hand, I shouldn't let go of it unless I want to throw it at someone. But you had a Wii. So, yeah, and I never threw the Wiimote because I was a responsible you, adult. Did you ever put the wrist strap around No, your wrists with the Wiimote? No. Oh. I think I only used it a handful of times, like Punch-Out, and I think Skyward Sword because it kept coming out of my hand. If you have sweaty hands, it'll slip right out. You got to gotta tighten that down. 
Wait, speaking of what, did you ever finish No More Heroes? No. Next up oh, in headlines you have missed. Star Wars Republic Commando for Switch pops up on Nintendo eShop server. This would that be... might be interesting to check out because that was the PC first person shooter. I never played it. It was a squad was shooter. It? it was the one I did not play. Like out of all the Star Wars games, I didn't play this one. Oh, Republic Commando? Uh, yeah. No, it was a, yeah, it was a first person shooter. I bought it on Xbox a little bit ago. I don't know though if it would be because this was before the Clone Wars, I think, like before the whole Clone War movement when Clone Wars got fleshed out as a cool care as cool characters. Yeah. So it's not very pretty. What am I what? Dude, this trailer's fucking awesome. For Republic Commando? Yeah, look at this. Where do you want me to send it to you? Facebook. Are we all right? Let's bring it up. Hopefully I don't get an ad. Yikes, imagine not having YouTube premium. <laughs> Can't all be rich like Mr. Hollywood here. It's like $10 <laughs> a month. That's, yeah, that's, I got enough subscriptions. I don't need more. Is this on PC? Oh, this look. oh, this looks old. Yeah, it it's from like bad. 2004. Oh, this looks rough. No, but like. Look at the look at I love the environment, the weird creatures, and the wait for the music to kick in at like the one forty ish mark. Okay, it's got it's got like a cre- oh, you got those things in here. It's also a very low resolution trailer because it's you know old. Right. Well, four eighty p. I think I bought some like Star Wars bundle that had it included. It was like. 15 Star Wars games or something. Had like the Force Unleashed 1 and 2, Republic Commando. This looks like my first Halo game. Yeah, you got the music going yet? Kind of. They're shooting. Oh, they actually have a metal song? Yeah. Oh, man. What? What? This is not Star Wars. This is Star Wars as fuck. I kind of want to play this game now. There's the music. Were they going for like a Doom vibe? I mean, kind of ish, I guess. Was it an online co op? I believe it was, yes. Squad defensive positions ready. This is so weird. Uh, next, this is fun. Next up, we got uh, mods who added ray tracing to Super Mario 64. That probably looks pretty cool. It does. It's actually kind of old, though. Okay. Uh, three more to go. But it, it, but it was a new topic for some reason. You can get more mileage out of Bloodstain with the 1986 variant of Classic Mode. That sounds like not fun. So you can apparently play Bloodstain in Classic Mode now? Wait, did they did. remake? Yeah, they. it was a free thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like It looks like an old... With the stairs and everything. Um, as Switch hits the middle of its life cycle, Nintendo is confident it will overtake the Wii. I think it's a very good possibility. That's very cool. And then Nintendo registers new trademark for the Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. The one Zelda game I have not played. Well, wait, th- so there's, there's been more. Wait, Spirit's um, Track I didn't play. 
I made a video today that you should go watch. It has it has more updated information on that trademark and other trademarks, and then Grezzo looking for something, and I didn't realize that Grezzo. Um, Jay just got home. <laughs> I, uh, I was driving back home today. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Where did you go? Places. What's his name? Sugar Mama. <laughs> So are we doing a lightning round? Because it's we are, we are, we are. We we did the. Uh, I was trying to think of a joke and it wasn't coming. So um, that's what she said. Oh god. So <laughs> I already asked in the chat. Let's do a lightning round. I don't know if some people started already. Did Did anyone see questions? Lightning round. Let us know your questions, yeah. topics we missed, thoughts you might have, as we as we speed through all of this. I think we're way past the middle point though. The switch is four years old. I don't want to. I don't want another four years. That's why they need to do a refresh. The switch feels like it's near the end of the life cycle. That's why they need to do a refresh. Software will only get you so far as evident by really the Wii, if you look at it, because the Wii had very successful software, even towards the end of its life cycle with games like Xenoblade, um, all those, what was it? Operation Rainfall uh, games. But the hardware was just very dated. Skyward Sword was also there. Yeah, if you do a system refresh, Switch Pro is not good enough. You'd be surprised. Um, it, it depends on how far NVIDIA can make the Switch Pro go. Um, and I think the so, better model of refresh is you look at the 3DS and how its lifespan and its sales kept just going on forever. And, you know, if they wouldn't have stopped the the software drip on that, like it was doing very well with the hardware releases, selling hardware. And that's the new thing, Trions. Um, NVIDIA's DLSS is like getting even better as like the days go on. And um, it's not about, see meters, it's the, the, the future of gaming, in my opinion, is not about raw power. It's about DLSS, artificial intelligence, artificial scaling and things like that because you can get those same sorts of visuals without having that power because it's all automatically upscaled we're at the we're at the point where it's no longer a race for power i feel the next pro the switch kind of introduced the concept of hey you can play anything you want now you just pick your when it comes to consoles you pick your resolution you want which is you know just like pc you have a pc usually a game on pc you have kind of a 10-year range where you, you play it on low settings if your pc's old and you play it on super buff high i'm dynamite giraffe settings if you got a a pc like greg uh and consoles like that i think you know the switch 2 or the switch pro is actually going to be more powerful than a base ps4 no you're talking about two different things go on if you're talking about a switch 2 you're talking about a successor okay if you're talking about a switch pro you're talking about a a refresh those are two different ball games okay a a successor has its own library right whereas a refresh would not okay as a refresh i think it's easy for nintendo to have a a handheld that is as good as a ps a base ps4 because i play my that's what I have is a base PS4 and it's, I'm feeling it's age. I'm just like, Oh, thing is, is sluggish. Load screens are terrible. So I would expect if there was a switch refresh, it would actually be better than a PS4 pro or a base PS4. Cause that thing is in not aging well. in terms of like power, just power in the sense of being able to load things. Like when I say power, it's really, is it power or efficiency that you're looking for? Uh, I would be looking more for efficiency. For. Okay. Yeah. 
But I think there's a couple things to consider too, especially with DLSS. Like there's like <clears throat> on PC Invasion, I've reported on it a couple of times. They they keep adding more games that support DLSS and ray tracing right off the bat. But the problem is there's still you know the hardware to achieve that is I believe with the the lowest is like the 3070 in terms of like RTX cards. So I think they're at kind of a standstill right now because I mean if you look at GPUs that are available, the the you know the raw materials needed to create those and to put into mass production a, a huge refresh that requires that it's like I think they're in a tough spot because I don't even know if they have the resources available in a pandemic era to to produce mass produce something like that. But I would also think too that it would have a higher price tag associated with it. I don't know. Like we see other industries, you know, I know Sean hates it when we bring up cell phones, but like you look at refreshes in the cell phone world, you know, that pivots very quick. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. Okay. And then Xbox is another great example of how they refresh the, you know, consoles like crazy to the point where there's too many Xbox consoles. Um, Nintendo's kind of due for a refresh. They can do it. And it's just like, what, what are you waiting for at this point? Are they are they still waiting and looking for gimmicks to, you know, I don't think you even need a new gimmick when it comes to Switch refresh. You want it, you want to launch it with software, I feel. You want to launch it with something that's going to showcase, like, yes, it's the same game mm-hmm. on the standard Switch as it is on this revised model, but look at how, look at how it looks on the revised model. Oh, well, the- you know, you pick Breath of the Wild 2 for that then. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was getting at. I'm just yeah. trying to be more. That would be I the ideal know. thing, considering the Switch launch with Breath of the Wild. It's like, look, you want the new one? Pick up this, this revised hardware. Well, there's also, there's also what's happening. I don't know if you've seen it with Crash 4, where it seems like it's not a downgraded version of the PS4 version in terms of like shadows and lighting and textures. But instead, it's like reworked. Here, let me... I think that's another game that's also going to see DLSS support. I think that game is going to sell best on the Switch, even though it came out later. Yeah, I can't believe it launched Xbox One. PS4. It's fucking. That's fucking stupid. Weird. The Activision, Activision just didn't want to to put it on the Switch because they're idiots. But if you look at the Crash Insane trilogy, it sold like crack cocaine <laughs> on the Switch. Even though it came out much later, where the fuck was that comparison that I saw earlier? Plus, like that's that's like the majority I would say of of Switch. You know, it's a, a family console. Of Switch owners are have it mostly as a family console, whereas like an Xbox is like you know my console, me, me and my living, yeah, like me in my living room, and maybe I'd play it, you know, but maybe I, maybe I. I know I saw this because I remember reading comments. Maybe it was on a different website. While you're looking at that, any other questions for the lightning round or comments? I heard it. Here it is. Here Go on. All right. So, an image in your tab. Okay. I'm going to send you this image on Facebook and then you can share it with the chat. Why don't you share with the chat? Or you mean because idiot, you have to put it up on the screen. Okay, I thought you meant the link. Greg, what's in your mouth? A thing to my vape juice. 
But like when you look at it, there's obviously did you send key it? differences. Yeah, did it not go through? Oh, you sent it to the group. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't send it to the group. I sent it to you directly. Why didn't it send? Let me try again. Got caught up at the border. It's not. It's not wanting to send. Okay, so I'll just send you the fucking website link. Okay, now. Oh, it okay, okay. So, oh, it's but an like, image. It's an image with the Switch version on the left and the PS4 version on the right. But you can clearly see it's hmm. reworked textures and assets and lighting and things like that. So, like, that's another way. It would obviously be more time-consuming to put certain games on the Nintendo Switch using this. But I actually kind of... I mean, not to sound like a fanboy, but I kind of like the Switch images a bit more than the... Because the PS4 shit just looks like... Well, you have more contrast on the Switch. It just looks too realistic. Yeah, because there's more lighting effects on the PS4 version. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just kind of looks... On the Switch, you have the shadows are darker and the light... Like, everything is... There's more contrast between the colors because there isn't that lighting effect that's creating the, the fade and all that. Right. That's what you like. I just feel like it's one game you don't need. You know, you don't need it to look like the newest Ratchet & Clank. Right. No, you don't. Well, a lot of these games, you don't need it to look. Like, there's kind of the two camps, right? There's those who really want that, especially if you're playing, like, a realistic game, like, let's say The Last of Us, you know, in in a game like that, you probably want it to look good because you're essentially playing a glorified movie. Uh, But with games that are a little bit more cartoony, like your Mario's, your Crash your ratchet and clanks it's great that it looks good but it doesn't make it more fun or anything yeah you're not wrong and plus this is a 40 dollars game whereas ratchet's gonna be a 70 dollars game so yeah all right um am i doing a monster hunter rise multiplayer class versus crash can what special for us with great can you do oh that's that's a lot of ifs First of all, we'd all have to get Monster Hunter Rise. Second of all, we'd have to figure out how to do multiplayer. (laughs) Um, I I mean, there is online multiplayer in the game. It's very easy. I did it with Monster Hunter Generations. Yeah, but we have never played multiplayer games, so we'd have to coordinate that. Oh, wow. We'd have to set up a time. That's so (laughs) difficult. We haven't done it in five years outside of the podcast. You'd have to pay me. Am I on your Twitch channel? If I'm on your Twitch, yeah, you'd have to maybe not pay me. You might have to pay me, sir, to be on my Twitch channel. (laughs) (laughs) What would be acceptable for an upgraded Switch? Do they get all games at 60 frames per second, or do they need to push uh, 4K? Um, You would need, in my opinion, a shoot for 1080-60. 4K is cool, but at the end of the day, if you can get 1080-60, best good enough for me artificially upscale it to 4k via uh dlss technology i really like this this dlss feature gaming my friend all right the the tables are very far apart still meters the we've got a very uh i'm very tiny still channel size wise compared to hollywood 85 Uh, all right i think those are all the questions today we're actually 12 minutes over so thanks for everyone for sticking a little bit longer than usual uh one last question coming in here by john though what do you think the possibility of a ps vita tv switch pro option what okay what (laughs) did you just mash all of the all of the things together 
PS Vita. He's he's saying how you could do a PS how the PS Vita TV was a thing where you could play. Oh, Vita. You know, it was the little device. So that as a Switch Pro, it's not a handheld system. It's a little thing. Um, Adam, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. So would that mean like playing the Switch? You know what a PS Vita TV is. No. You wouldn't have be able to do handheld. It was essentially a a box okay. that played PS Vita games on your television at a discounted price because it wasn't a portable system. It didn't have a screen or anything like that. Would you I play? Would one. you play with the Vita controls with a PlayStation? Yeah, controller. use a PlayStation controller. Oh, uh... you discontinued it after like a year, I think. Yeah, it didn't sell very well. I have one too somewhere. I could see them do like a mini, like what they did with the Wii, the Wii Mini, which was like a little box. How have you never heard of the PlayStation Vita TV? That's weird. I really had no interest in the Vita library or the Vita as a whole. Yeah, but you could do other shit with it. It was, just wasn't just Vita. I don't know. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, what is uh, on your plate this week, Greg? Uh, I've been back on PC Invasion a little bit more. I think I'm going to do a, hopefully this week, an article um, talking about some of the loadouts, um, weapon options, and legend options for my three mains in Apex Legends, which are Caustic, Loba, and Octane. Um, I'm going to try and stream a little bit more this week, just trying to get comfortable with it. I don't feel comfortable doing it, but I have had a lot of fun um, you know, friends popping into the chat, some random guy telling me to eat shit. What's your but, Twitch um, channel? Let's get some attention on this thing. Uh, I'll send you some dot... Monster Hunter love. Yay. Twitch.tv slash dynamite underscore giraffe. Giraffe two Fs. Yeah. When are you streaming that? Do you have a date? No, but I'll probably, you know, chisel out some sort of schedule soon because I do want to start doing some some other retro games and um, maybe even 3D World. So Maybe even keep on playing indie. You might want to play some indie. Uh-huh. But if you really want to... You, sa- you said you were into Monster Hunter World, so you should play some Monster Hunter World. You never finished it, right? No, I'm at like the, the very, very end of it. There you go. Uh, stream that, put it in the Discord. It'll be a fun time. Sean, what are you uh, working on this week that you know of? Um, Shoveling snow. I will. We're supposed to get five inches on Thursday, I think. Yeah, we're getting um, 20 centimeters. Inches, Jason. <laughs> inches. Um, I don't know. I, I've been having some birdies chirping in my ear about something happening this week. I don't really have any sort of confirmation. Or anything like that. Timeline-wise, it does sort of make sense, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. And then, as per usual, my week is pretty open. I just take whatever comes along my way. Cool. It's going to be a usual week here. Um, I'm still debating if I'm going to add a stream because I can do a uh, Monster Hunter grind screen over the weekend. We might do two Monster Hunter streams this week, but the usual progression stream is on Thursday night. Castlevania progression stream on Tuesday. That's lords of shadow i ended right before a boss fight so that should be an interesting one um they always start at 8 p.m eastern time on twitch.tv slash hj official uh there is a review of phoenix immortals going up this week i might get my review of bowser's fury up as well 
And then of course the Monster Hunter journals over on HeyJ, as we are not on the HeyJ channel anymore. Um, yes, it's already recorded, Tron. I just have to edit it. And that's going to be it. Otherwise, we will be back next week, same time, same channel, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Classroom's Crass. Uh, let's give a quick shout out to Treon, who holds this channel together. He does all the clipping, gets us all the topics in advance, keeps us organized. Uh, the only thing he doesn't do is provide snacks, but uh, maybe they'll change someday. We'll see you all next week. And until then, keep it classy, or as Sean would say, keep it classy. Or as Greg would say, a little bit of both. Have a good night, everyone.